0: G'day guys, welcome back to another Fair Camp episode. In this week, we've got our boy Sam Kakemba on, where we speak about all things related to self-development. We speak about the importance of community, brotherhood, the importance of setting five years goals and actually reflecting back on it. Um, we also delve into Sem's uh, love for nature, how he uses that as a form of meditation and dialing down in life. Uh, we also speak about Sem's upcoming fight which by the time this episode drops, it would be on the week of or the week coming. Um, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And if you want more podcasts with this type of style, just a lads chat, one of the boys, let us know. Um, But with no further ado, you know the drill.
1: How are you going to learn about yourself in a, in a relationship without being in one yeah that's very true as you, as you get into a relationship and you get married of course as, you know, you're going to learn things about yourself too mm. how do I react in these scenarios
0: mm.
1: who am I when I'm with someone else you know this is
0: part of that this is part of that picture too uh, you know they do say there is a feeling I don't know Asha probably can confirm like when that, you know you're, yeah. like, you're ready for it the only thing
2: it. is if you can't picture the scenario because you don't know the person that no, don't know the family don't know that you're going to be moving out soon you don't know if you're ready yeah It's like before a fight It's like okay I'm, I'm ready for this I can, I can do this I can take this on this challenge So as soon as you meet someone You get to know them You know you have your finances in check You start you know Organizing stuff like Hey I'm actually ready for this step mm-hmm. But right now the step is a blur Because you have no knowledge on anything Yeah true Who's the family Who's the person I'm actually moving out Is it going to be expensive Can I afford this But when all those things start, You start uh, So are you saying down,
0: the person makes you ready
2: almost no, but you can paint the picture. Yeah. Right now, it's like you don't even know what's going on. Yeah, when you say, meet the yeah. person, you're like, hey, I really want to marry this person. Yeah. Obviously, you do. And then it's like, okay, I'm ready for this. Mm. And then, like, because of how much you want to marry them, you start getting ready for the scenario.
1: I like what you say about, about having metrics. Like, correct me if I'm wrong. You're saying, like, okay, if I'm waiting to feel ready, but I haven't identified things that I know reflect, reflect me being ready, I'm not going to know when that time might come because I can't rely on that internal feel, not even running into someone and going, oh, this is, this is, this is the one. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> or, or it's like, okay, I'm ready. I'm down. I now feel like I want a companion in life. Mm. It, it, that might not come about. But if you go, okay, yeah, I like that. I've got my finances in order. I've got, a, I've got income. Cool. Location. Cool. Okay, I can think about it. Whether I, whether I feel like it or not, I know I'm in a position now to, to, to move forward. But- Things might also not always be ready. Yeah, it could be different metrics for different people. Yeah, it's like some having people. kids yeah. as well.
2: Like the a big thing when you get married, like everyone talks about having kids, and it's like most people just like they have kids quick. It's like, are you ready to be a parent? Mm. But when that scenario happens, like you'll become ready. There's a lot of our list friends that had kids recently, and they would have said like, I don't want a kid this early. Like mm. it just happened like that. True. Yeah. You know that's happened, bro. Yeah. yeah. People
3: are our age. So yeah. you think about how your life would be right now. You can now. say names and we'll bleep that it out. It's yeah, funny. so mom, for example, so has a kid, about a few months old now, gonna have one next month. And you think about our lives, if we were to have that, not just a spouse, a kid as well. And of course, the kid is so like, fully dependent on you in the first year. The first year is always even more difficult. So you think about how your lifestyle is, you know in terms of being at home versus being outside the house doing your priorities. Mm-hmm. Taking care of your wife as mm. well because she needs emotional care or she needs to work, whatever it is. You think about like it's not—it's not about you, basically. Yeah. I think being yeah. a
2: dad has so much more pressure than being a husband because when you get married, it's like yeah. you can technically like you say, "I can leave if I wanted to." Obviously, there's a lot to it, but it, being like a father is a completely different thing. Yeah, and if it happens, like a lot of these guys, what, what, like what's different about it? There's so much more responsibility. <laughs> like that person is a hundred percent dependent on you. Your wife, if she's works, has money, family, car, like she got, does her own thing. You kind of just hang out, you know, a lot of the time when you're single. the Would you say there's more or... Single, but the living together like no kids. More, the
0: responsibilities are different.
2: When you're a father? Yeah. I just think like when there's a father, like you're going to be thinking, how am I going to raise this person? It's 100% like on you, uh, the parents. That different. is true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The
1: dependence is the key there. I yeah. was trying to just think on, on what's the difference. It's the dependence. Yeah. But say if the child is now... 18, or let's say even 16. Yeah. That's no work. You can hey, no fend no for yourself. Yeah, of course, I'm not putting this forward, but yeah, dependence is a major factor
3: I was even hearing like um, some other people talk about you know, having kids that, that are older right now, but then they're talking about the first seven years. <laughs> seven years, that period is a long time, right? Basically, they want to be around you 24 7 in the first seven years. Seven years is a long period you think about. How you'll have to fo- you have to focus arguably more on them than yourself. But the thing is, because as well, seven years of the first
2: kid. But you have four kids and over a ten-year span. It's really seventeen years of having kids under seven. That's true. Yeah. I didn't even think of it that way. Yeah, because it's normal. Like I think about all the age groups in our households. Yeah. There's at least like ten years our yeah. mum was having kids. You know, every two, three years, yeah. whatever it is.
1: Man, it, these conversations are worth having. I don't know if people have always been. Seems like these days people are more practical with their conversations and relationships as they get in, especially around the ages that we're at now. Mm-hmm. I think it's any. It's I think it's worth being practical. You know, mm. I think it's worth sitting down if you're if you're serious with anyone and mm. go on go on over these things.
0: Yeah, having a chat. W- to was
2: uh, yeah. getting married a part of your five year plan?
1: No, oh, it's uh, part of mine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, nice. Having nice. the
2: next five year plan.
1: I actually have not. Knuckled down a five year plan at the moment. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, You've done one in the I've past, I've though. Yes, yeah. yes. I've I've got things that I've got some elements of it mm-hmm. in my mind. Yeah. But I'm yet to really solidify it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a good exercise. I'm actually look forward to doing that soon.
2: Yeah. You think we doing it soon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Inshallah. Good
1: timing. I'll take this episode as even a, a sign to do that. Especially what I love about five week is you get so. Like I said, you got so much time because you you feel. No, no worries to cancel everything, you know, so mm. it's like, in that time, usually a few random gems kind of pop through. Could be one of them, yeah. yeah.
2: Beautiful. Um, I'd love to touch on the goal setting side of things because now, obviously, even people here in like 5 year plan, we had one guest on that said like, I live by goal setting, you know, obviously, that's a very important thing, having direction and then one person saying, I completely disagree, like I, I dislike goal setting at all. So a lot of people like, you know, have mixed views and they haven't kind of, Put pen to paper. Mm. And that's a big thing. Like, if you've never tried something, it's hard to say, oh, I don't like it. It's like me giving you a new dish, like a new food. And it's like, oh, yeah, I don't like it. It's like, you've got to taste it, you know? Yeah. So with goal setting, you know, obviously you've um, probably been doing it for like five, six years now.
1: Maybe a little while longer.
2: Yeah? Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things. Because I remember obviously 2018 when we read our five-year plan. Mm-hmm. And that ended, I was telling the boys, it ended May 5th this year. I think you yeah, were wow. Jan this year. Like it was a couple months ahead of me. Yeah, bro,
1: I definitely fell off
0: track with the dates there.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I used to have uh, maybe. I used to go real hard with that yeah. stuff, bro.
2: We actually
0: recorded an episode. Yeah. Around that May time when he brought it up.
2: because oh, maybe it was like uh, maybe when you were amateur fighter, you used to have the days like in your buyer on yep, Instagram. Yep,
0: like, yep. I even had
1: an look. I had an app. I had it, had it written down. Um, yeah.
2: But the only thing is, like, with the five-year plan, it's like you know your life doesn't end if you don't achieve everything in those five years it's just like a goal and it's nice to look back on and be like oh five years ago i thought that would be a massive achievement and i've done that in two years Mm, it's like damn i didn't dream big enough and it's also a very good exercise just to learn to dream big it's like okay some things you might shoot for the stars and it might take six seven years there's some things it's easier than you think you know
1: look the idea of planning in, in itself is good one gives you a track to run on you know yeah, If you want a little bit of direction and you feel lost, which is a common place for people to be, yeah. why not set yourself a plan? It doesn't always mean it's going to go exactly to the T or this is what has to happen. There's nothing There's nothing wrong with doing it. It's going to give you at the very least direction. Yeah, mm. What am I working towards?
2: So did you reflect on yours at the start of the year when it ended? Or did you have a look like – or some things because – I had a list of like 20 things. Obviously, 20 goals is mm-hmm, a lot. Mm-hmm. But then there's a couple of things I'm like, Alhamdulillah, achieved that, achieved that. Like, one thing was getting married, finishing my degree, mm-hmm. like 100 self development books, finance goals, um, you know, the podcast and stuff like that, starting a business venture. So there's these things. Yep. And then there was some was like, learn a, learn a language, like, besides other than Arabic. Didn't do that. Yep, like, yep. really. And then it's like, okay, you know, it's nice to, it's like, did my goals change? Was it just not a priority? <sighs> it's like how'd you look at yours
3: so looking back look, at the 2018 Sam and the yeah yeah
1: so firstly there's a lot of self knowledge you get right because you see what you have done what you haven't done and you also are aware of if there's anything that's repetitive like a goal that hasn't been achieved and you set it as a goal again that hasn't been achieved it's like okay why hasn't that been achieved mm. clearly that's not valuable to me mm. or I'm not skilled enough to, to do it it's going to reveal something yeah so there's been a little bit of that um, just in general over, over the last few years, bro, as, I, as I've just come to see how things have played out for me. Some things I'm real proud of. Like I'm real happy with uh, a, lot of, a lot of the traits that I have yeah. <laughs> because I can see what they've brought me sure. and where they've brought me, you know, such as persistence, um, self-belief, uh, even being ambitious. But I can also see where I've fallen short, mm. And it's like, oh, in some areas, if I'm not super passionate, if it's not a very exciting goal, I can be very inconsistent there. And that will, of course, lead to poor progress over time. Um, Yeah, that's what I can say about that in particular. Anything else to add, bro? I've seen some things come to fruition Mm -hmm. in weird ways. And things work in a roundabout way. And I've also... What have I seen? For example, the fighting, I put the most energy into that. I've seen the skills develop there and I've ticked things off. I wanted to be a champion as an amateur, which was back then. I don't believe time flies like that. And um, I, I became a, a champion as an amateur on the path to hex promotion. And I've wanted to become a champion as a professional and those opportunities are slowly coming closer and closer. Mm. Uh, I wanted to be a UFC caliber athlete. And as I've had the chance to train with UFC athletes i've known that i'm a, a ufc caliber athlete so yeah fighting alone which is where i put the most energy that's where i've seen the most reward mm.
2: do you kind of see like some people well, last time we did an episode we spoke about being like um being a generalist and then being like specific to one field like your literally like your number one thing is MMA and going as far as you can over this period, you know, for the next five, 10 years. And that's what you want to put 120% energy in. And for someone like us, it's like, okay, it might be career, podcast, health, family, Dean. It's Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. you want to be a generalist in like multiple different areas. So do you kind of see that where it's like, okay, because I want to put 120% energy in one thing, I don't mind putting other things on pause? Like, for example, I remember you wanted to learn like French or Russian. Mm -hmm. It's like, Mm -hmm. that's not going to help me in my martial arts career. So I will put that aside and I'll focus on training and things related to that.
1: Yeah, the, the what's required from training, which is the thing that I'm most passionate about, overrides a lot of the others. So my something I've learned again is that I have a real high standards, bro, when it comes to pretty much everything that I do. So it's hard for me to have a goal like you know, where it might be more practical to go, you know what? I want to be conversational in French, you know? Or in Russian, actually, because French I'm a little closer to. Yeah, I want to be conversational in Russian. Seems a little more realistic. Or even I want to be able to greet people, get directions in Russian, okay, and read Kyrillic. That's a more real. That's a that's a more reasonable um, outcome. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like. I want to be 100% fluent in Russian in one day. <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? So it's a mix of ambition as well as a, big, a mix of high standards. And then it's like, because I'm aware of the processes, yeah. okay, well, I'm going to need to dedicate about this much time. Okay, I don't have that time, so I'm going to have to catch up by immersing. So suddenly there's so many elements to just a simple goal and what gets canceled when I have shit going on, mm. all these other things. Exactly. It's like, yeah no i'm gonna go training <laughs> you know yeah.
3: I mean?
0: let's yeah. delve into that where did that um that high achiever mentality come from because it's it's not something everyone has you know what i mean people listen to this podcast and then the idea of dreaming big to them might just be seem like just so far away Do you it get what it mean? Did, i feel like something it's just something interesting certain people have yeah
2: yep. you know what i mean and, it's like and a lot of people it's like i hear it with high standards Everyone says I have a high standard. It's like a high pain mm, tolerance. Mm. Every single person goes, "I have a high pain tolerance." So it's something that's easy on the tongue, yeah. but it's hard to follow through on. Mm. And you only know through achieving. It's like if you haven't achieved anything at a high standard, how can you say I'm a high standard mm. person?
1: Yeah. Look, I think a lot of people say they have high standards as a. As just a it's just they probably believe it, and doesn't mean that they might still fall short. Yeah. But they know that their standard is high, um, and that's probably that's probably quite common. But to go back to this, bro. Yeah. Well, psychology I've learned h- tells you that this develops early on in life, you know, and a, a very common way it develops is through the elders that you have in your life. That, or it could be, it doesn't have to be a parent; it could be a, a brother figure, It could be a, um, a teacher, It could be a coach, it could be anyone, It could be anyone that you run into in a community. If they are particularly hard on you, this is a very common way that. You will pick up that that will stick with you. Mm-hmm. That can be a good thing. A lot of these high achievers, it comes from there. Yeah. And in terms of dreaming big, I would say again, we can theorize, but there's just there's just something exciting about dreaming big. Mm-hmm. You know, about aiming for something that for the time that you aim for it. Seems so fantastic, positive, and gives you what you what what you say you would want yeah. at that time. Hidden desires that you may not be aware of, or clear ones, and so you dream big. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great thing. I think everyone should dream big. I think the same way that you can develop early on in life the desire to dream big, you can also develop early on in life the des- the desire or inability to to dream big.
3: Yeah, and, and that can also
1: come back to the environment and the voices you had around you that could have dampened things. And there are so many factors at play, it's really hard to knuckle down on what exactly is going you, on there. Do
2: you think there's a story like, for example, you came back from school and you got a B and you go, your dad goes, no, I you to get belting an a. and then like I was those like, like kind damn, of things I got to perform. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. kikimbo's only get A's. It's like yep, these kind yep. of things where you hear families have this much like, mm-hmm. no, you're supposed to be a doctor. So you're, you're supposed to get A's to be a, become a doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there a story from your childhood that you might think, hey, you know,
1: no but uh, but I've reflected on I've reflected on my my, my early life and I would say that
3: hmm. but you used to go morning runs with your dad didn't yeah, you Yeah, you yeah. might just be a yeah. family of high performers like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so Look. it's
2: not like there's stories it's just that's what's expected I'm in all I'm areas yeah. I'll, I'll even see
1: if I can do a little reflection now because let's see what's
2: even if you're thinking in the meantime I can say like Um, From an athletic perspective, Sam, it was easy for you to like excel, like in athletics or soccer or whatever. Like, it's not hard, especially in under 18s. Like, if you have a natural talent, you don't have to train like a lot of the other guys. And obviously, you know that. So maybe you picked up uh, athletics, uh, soccer, Mm -hmm. or BJJ, or whatever it was quickly. So you're like, I want to aim for more. Mm. Because you're like, I'm not even training hard and I'm better than these guys. Why can't I be the best in the neighborhood? Not just the best Mm -hmm. at this club. That's just the talent thing.
1: So, one, I'll say, like, I think this is common because I know that, you know, the real popular guy right now, Adasanya, has, has mentioned this, but yeah. anime actually influenced me a little okay. bit like that. Yeah. Bro, I've got to be real because yeah. me, Sesanga, Seg, we would watch anime. You see Naruto, you see that storyline? <laughs> yeah, Come crazy. on. Yeah. You
2: know, it's not even, like, <laughs> lame anymore. You can't even tease someone watching anime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Five yeah. years ago, you can. Now it's like, <laughs> I feel like that, he's like the like cool guy. Like
3: but, but to uh, be
1: fair, another, another thing I could say, so I'll say that because it gives you a storyline which is, like, so empowering, yeah. but you got to go, why do I vibe with that storyline? Yeah, because I must resonate with that. yeah, somehow. Yeah, and that feeling I guess of being, let's say in, the, in that in that anime, Naruto of being a an outlier, you yeah. know, and then having to work really hard to to get whatever it could be. It could be approval from peers. Yeah it could be a, just strength in general, in inner, inner, inner approval, feeling comfortable and strong within yourself.
0: Uh, it's like the vegeta in dragon ball z basically vegeta that, that's the prince right yeah that's yep, the yep. prince. getting like that validation goku's the better guy mm-hmm. and like he's always getting recognized he's the first one to get super saiyan and whatnot um and then he's just constantly seeking that validation and even though he's the second like best and it's like widely known he always believes that he can take on goku do you know, even though it's obvious that he's not better than goku mm-hmm it's that you know and obviously as a younger kid you know what I mean you got full of energy and all that kind of obviously you're going to resonate to that you know what I mean and and bro, but like you said we could
1: go deep bro we can go deep, <laughs> deep sport, bro. Let's go deep but but long story short when i look back on things let's go deep sim do it sport has always been an area that i loved i feel like a lot of young young men young boys mm-hmm. come on not everyone but you burn energy it feels good right soccer i I guess when I would shine on the pitch or if I would shine in soccer, it would be a great moment. Of course you like that. Yeah. I'm going to work harder. I'm going to make sure that happens again. Yeah. Um, and when you don't get it, I remember when I didn't get selected for Northwest Wanderers yeah. first season, I felt like I I put myself in anime. Yeah. I went out in the back, <laughs> put a broomstick on my shoulders, put books on the side, i squats. i am hit squats.
2: squats.
1: To me, that was the pathway. Yeah. It was like, you didn't get it. Like, well, This is what you have to do. To go to where that comes from, man. A few other things. My my parents, for sure, in good and also in negative ways, right? Sure. Where, and they always they always stem from the best intentions. They just do what the, what what they can. But the the talk that you get from your from your parents is going to be very um, influential in your development. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I got in some ways. It's I feel like it's worked out well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely. I feel like my my mom would always encourage us, you know, to push for things based on her own upbringing because and this isn't necessarily in sport this is in academia for example language English it's in particular was very important to her that we were good at English that I remember quite clearly mm-hmm. saying she would say cer- certain things I will remember even now like um, you know people will judge you based on how you what, what comes out of your mouth you know and your mum you has multiple
2: read. languages but she taught you English at home and I was yeah. like that was intentional yeah
1: she speaks she She was a translator. I think she speaks like five,
0: six languages, bro. Ah, She understands where that comes from. She's not just saying it for the sake of community validation or whatever. And then
1: sport-wise, let me see. From my old man, from example, I guess you just see that guy just training all the time. Mm -hmm. You train all the time. But also, I do remember this. And I remember when I got my... (laughs) I remember I won a medal yeah. in jujitsu, yeah. and I remember going to my old man to show him the medal. Clear, of course, I'm here to get approval, right? Mm. You did well, and he's like, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> 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 oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you got to be real with yourself, and it's like that in some way, shape, or form. I can see yeah. is a definite factor. You go like, "Hey, uh, uh stay good on you, bro." You know, mm. g- give us some props. And I've even had a laugh with him in these in this in the last two three years as we get as we got on closer and chat about this mm-hmm. shit. Um, that would be very common in, in not many people would mention it, but that would be very common in, in different ways to different extents. For sure. Um,
0: you, you mentioned before when you said, like, obviously, your parents, and then you mentioned, obviously, both the positive and the negatives. What do you mean by negatives? When I say negatives, I
1: just mean, I can't really say negatives to be honest. Yeah. I just say it a positive would be like a, this is great, this is what you should do, and it's like, yeah. that's how I developed. So I always remembered that. Yeah. A negative would be like the approval one you know what, all good, but then the person still goes and does the same thing from the, hey, this is great, you know? Yeah. So, what what can you say?
0: Uh, Also, every kid's different as well. You know, like, going back to, like, the dreaming big thing, even as much, like, excellence your parents try to instill in you and they put that, like, pressure on you. It's not made for every kid. Some kids, like, actually, Mm. like, gas out, you know what I mean? And later on, it comes, I guess, like, bite them back in the ass type of thing compared to... Um, like us for example who use that as like a sense of like motivation Mm -hmm. you know like I know myself personally like when I knew I wasn't doing things I shouldn't do the only reason why I based it off like in terms of that guilt and all that kind of stuff it would be like what would my mum think of this Mm. you get what I mean because she was like harsh on me from the get go type of thing so there was that like level of respect you know what I mean compared to like other people would be like okay cool because you treated me like this you put that pressure on me young when I get old and I get that form of like independence, like let me wild out, you know what I mean? So ev- I feel like everyone uses it like very differently it's as well. true, it's
1: true. And also that, but for example, when I first started training, and this is funny because it's, it's, it's a different, my parents didn't want me to.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Soccer or even yeah. um, martial arts. It was like, because my old man did some boxing in Uganda and they have the poorest of facilities, you saw a lot of damage t- take place. The guy can't box, yeah. I need to just yeah. <laughs> I put that out there yeah. as a fact. no, no, no. He can't box. He'll Give tell you he can stories. box, yeah. he can't box. <laughs> 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 but when he did boxing in Uganda and in the schooling system there, to him it was like, Whoa, this is not something that kids should be doing because people are dying. People were literally dying. Mm-hmm. They would hit their head on the concrete mm-hmm. and they would they would die. So he's like, Yeah, that's not what you do. So martial arts I loved always from High school, early on in high school, like even, yeah, early on in high school, I love martial arts. Yeah. Like I would be, I remember just searching up different martial arts and watching yeah. shit. And I was like, I want to do this. I want to do this. Like a, he took us to Taekwondo once and then we never did that again. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, it's, it's not the best thing. Now he's the biggest fan, but yeah, people rebel. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you have that inner, I wonder where I got that from, but that inner, I will always do yeah. the thing. That it is that I want to do, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Where it's like, and you know how we grow up, you listen to your parents. So other, it might not sound like a major rebellion to other people, but mm. to do something that a sport that your parents have said don't do—that's major. Yeah. But I'll do it, and then it's like, he, he was like, "Yeah, well, it is what it is. Jiu-jitsu only." Then next minute, okay, Muay Thai, but just with the shin pads. Uh, yeah. Next minute, your your profile. That non-stop. shows <laughs> you're
3: saying because I remember you saying. In your five-year goals, you were looking for those traits like persistence, but it seemed like you always had it. Mm. So maybe you're just looking for it in a different avenue, possibly because it seems like you always had it in terms of, oh, now you actually you can do jiu-jitsu, but only for a bit, mm. or you can do Muay Thai, but you kept pushing, you kept backing yourself, you kept thinking, no, nah, I want to do this, I want to do this. Yeah, and so the whole like time, it's always been there.
1: Yeah, the whole time through, I was like, I'm gonna be a world champion in MMA. But yeah. I just got to be low-key at the moment. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. Low-key and cut corners at the same time as well. Because yeah. they're yeah. at the end of the day, they're always going to be apparent to you. Yeah. And there's, there's that like sort of like, how do I say it? Like that soft love where it's almost protective, mm. you know, because they think they know what's best for you. But then also like you almost have to show them that like, like I've got this and I'm going to like take control of this boat type mm. of thing. You know what I mean?
2: Do you see other fighters like in your club um, or even just, is that I have that high standard of like excellence because for example I hear a lot of professional soccer players that made up A-League, EP or whatever and a lot of them say like I barely train yeah, I just look, do the bare minimum it's a, it's and it's just talent that gets them there
1: I'm glad that I got to play a team sport like football like soccer at a decent level because I, I, it made it very obvious to me especially once I started training it's not the same thing bro <laughs> a lot of these guys um, they're not really working hard be real yeah they're not really working hard. they train two three times a week maybe four times a week and that's a hectic week and their training is like they just rock up and that's that whatever they get done at the training it's it is what it is there'll be a few players that they're obsessed they're watching film they're studying things they're doing extra work they're going and doing drills but i feel at the highest level in in these team sports it's, it's not as much and it's still at this highest level in, in mma there will still be a few people that got there off of talent, circumstance, a few other things. But because the sport is so individual and it's at the same time as being you require a team, but it's so individual in nature in terms of you compete one-on-one, it filters out a lot of the people that aren't taking it real serious. Yeah, exactly. So those high standards, they become evident, especially in a gym like Absolute, bro. Guys like Khan, Joe, Sam, Simon, like you're just surrounded. What your normal becomes... (laughs) is a decent level from the outside because that's just how these guys perform and maybe that's unique to this gym
0: yeah and it also almost pushes that like competitive nature out of you as well it's like if he's gone 100% Mm. I have no reason especially in an individual sense you know I mean where all the work that you do shows you have no reason not to give it 100% as well because it's like that inner competitive nature yeah
1: yeah you rise to the standard in the room man and in, in days where you feel like you're not really doing much and working hard and then it's like you just got to look at your schedule and what you've done, and you go because you never look outside of that. You don't look at the other fighters in other gyms, what they're training. it's only if you cross train or fight them or do other things, it's mm-hmm. like where you kind of see what's going on. But it's like, damn, you look at it, you go, yeah, yeah, you're doing a fair bit. Mm-hmm. You do a fair bit. It's a it's a high standard at 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 the gym that I'm a part of anyway.
2: Right. How has it pushed you like having that high standard? Because Like us us three, we go gym with some friends Mm. and we all, like obviously just gym health, that kind of stuff. We kind of push each other and we lift similar numbers, so it's not too bad. Like you can kind of push. But sometimes when you go with like beginners, it's so much easier to become complacent. But if Ali's hitting a PR and I'm like, hey, like I can't do that, let me try to push too. We're pushing each other to hit better numbers, you know?
0: Or even like on an individual day, like where like you go to the gym, you just show up, you know, and you get your reps in, which is good enough, you know what I mean? Mm. And you compare it to a day where you're not feeling it, but you go with the boys and then after you see this guy's... It's like the best session. It's like yeah. you have yeah. to, you know what I mean? Like yeah. today, before today's session, yeah, we just hit a session just before this, but I was not mentally in that session today. Like I was like, saves, let me preserve my energy for the recording, like later on or something like that. This guy chucks on a weighted... Arm well. we, so wait, we
2: did, we did pull-ups and he, yeah. goes, oh, he goes, it was 12 killers. I said, you do six clean reps, we'll do like three, four sets. Yeah. He goes, oh no, nah, 12 is going to be too much. Let me actually just... And then I'm like, just see how you go. Does eight. And then he starts doing 15 kilo pull ups and, and stuff. comfortable, man. <laughs> and he's like, he did it clean. And he goes, he yeah. thought he was going to drop the weight yeah. Yeah. until you did it. And then are like, yeah. damn, you know.
0: But that's the impact of when you train, like... And also, like, kudos to these boys as well. It's like, when you train with like-minded people, like, mm. it brings that, like, out of you. Bro, like, towards the end of the session, bro, I'm not trying to get out of the gym now. You know what I mean? And I remember two hours the state, before the yeah. gym. You just kind of like, just had to drag yourself there. Yeah, like, I had to Once you start sweating, it's game over. It's it's, it's, it's like it's game over type of thing. So, how's that impacted you in regards to, like, that community sense?
1: Exactly the same way then, mm. man. Like, the the crew becomes your the, your, your safety net also, yeah. you know? On the days where the only battle really is getting to the gym exactly. and then of course you know you, you're going to have days where you perform well don't perform well but once you're there yeah. it's kind of wraps in terms of you can't be the guy that's not doing anything you know yeah. what I mean you, you can't be that's just not how it works yeah. <laughs> like people are going to be training with you even if you're not feeling it they need you to be exactly on point mm-hmm. so that that's just how it is and just in general the standard is high what I noticed in particular everyone I went went on this kind of solo journey before getting to Absolute mm-hmm. where they had to develop certain traits without people to catch them without a safety net. So when we all came together,
0: yeah.
1: Bro magic. Yeah. Magic like because I know how I what I had to do and what it was like to have to push yourself and do things solo, you know? Before there was a real crew at the gym or anything like that. And I know these boys would have had to do the same things to develop the traits that they got, you know? I see when I, you see when someone rocks up and it's like, I know where he's at today. Because yeah. I know that place. Exactly. <laughs> I mean yeah. there. But it's like when you're all there together, man, it's just uh, Yeah, compounds. Yeah. Let's put it that way. And their compounds. wins almost become your wins type of thing. You know big I mean? time, big and time. plus
0: at your gym as well, you got guys in the UFC, you got guys that got belts. It's like the standard's very high type mm. of thing, you know?
1: And it, it, it filters down from the top, bro. Yeah. Like it filters down from the top. So mm-hmm. I, I even see it from the, the the young ones coming up in the gym. Mm-hmm. They, like I even see the, the the shock on their faces, not necessarily shock, but like at seeing the level and seeing how the boys operate for the first time, mm-hmm. especially when they're fresh. And it's like, I know what's going on there. And it's almost a blessing. It's like, this is what they're walking into from day one. Exactly. Go, wow, that's like, that's yeah. massive. Yeah.
2: It's um, like one guy that was in the NBA draft last year. He um, he asked Steph to do a workout with him. And like 3 quarters to the workout He was yeah. puking And he left Yeah we wow. like can't handle it yep. And that's the thing Where you watch a video on YouTube You're like bro I can train with these guys Obviously different level But um, he was puking yeah. And I was like damn Like And once you that do extreme.
0: it once you do it You like Like gain respect for yeah. it as well Like even last night I don't know if Sassanga told you Yeah But I'm training at their joint now Yeah mm. And like The first day that I rocked up there Because I'm like I was sussing a couple of different places Burak's place Dominance yeah. that You know what I mean And like the first day I get there I'm just like Okay cool And I haven't trained since The end of like last year Yeah And when I say train This is Muay Thai uh, No I was doing Jiu Jitsu -jitsu, So went my first session I was doing Jiu Jitsu Not Muay Thai Anyway then And mind you I hadn't trained since The end of Or like uh, Towards the end of last year Yeah And I'm like Oh this will be easy Just to like get back into Whatever And I've forgotten everything You know It's one of those things Like if you don't train Then whatever Yeah And I get there And I'm on the Like on the bottom Like pause But like I'm on the bottom And everything And I'm just like Bro like, and I'm watching Volks on the weekend and then I'm watching Adesanya on the weekend. I'm thinking, bro, you just chuck a punch or you get out of it, just hook his legs. Just hit him like once that. and then stand up. Yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's like then you gain even more respect for it as well, you know? What so it's he? like that type Look, of thing. A, a particular example, I can just run through like a day like,
1: let's say today. You walk up to the gym, 10 a.m., you've got boys that are already warming up, they're already going through their, their, their pre-routine, they're already getting their mobility in before the session. These are things that are small details but, you know, are regular. But I know that they're small. To- I see people just run up and get it done. It's still fantastic. but I'm just showing the level. This is common. And the people come through that have never seen that. What do they do? They just follow that. Mm. Okay, well, we can catch up and talk, but we're going to get our mobility in. We're going to move the body, stretch it, get things happening right. Finish training. Someone hits up for extra work. Usually we already got it teed up. We've got a group chat in advance. Hey, got anyone free, 4 p.m. Hit some pads. Okay, get some extra work and some techniques. Someone else joins in. Someone else is doing extra sprints. Al upstairs, uh, what's he doing? He's gonna, hit, he's gonna hit some sprints on the assault bike. Uh, you're down, you're not down. Then they'll start to drag you and come on, do it, bro. It's not in my plan. I already got my sprints played out, yeah. laid out. Yeah. It's like, just get them in. Okay, someone might go do it, you know? So that's an example of the environment. And then at the end you finish and you're having a chat with a coach, he's pulling out film. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is what people should be doing, you know? at a high level but it's just regular this is what we do exactly okay yeah look at that look at this technique look what he did look pause that mm. oh he's grabbing the tricep okay cool like it's a, it's a great system bro it's a great environment to be around you know very technical. high level environments I, I
2: think that's also the difference between like uh, how you can look at like, action and knowledge because sometimes people have a community that lifts them up but they don't have knowledge from like the books behind you like the self development books that teach you a principle but it's just a standard of what they do and that's where sometimes, like, for example, if you're doing everything solo, you have to read the book. And it's like, I can even act yeah. upon yeah. the knowledge. Yeah. It's like, I feel knowledge and just knowledge you're just reading. And it's like, yeah. oh, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. But then when the community, it's like hard work. I have some friends that are just, they don't read a book, don't listen to a podcast, but they're just super hard working <sighs> in anything they do. It's like the high standard. I'm like, bro, I have to read like a David Goggins book to get cheated up to do this, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's like that kind of mindset. Yeah. Do you see that often where it's like, for example, you're, you're learning, because I know like you might listen to podcasts or whatever, but it's like just the community and the mindset of everyone else is enough.
1: Are you talking like in like, the gym? Yeah, no, just in general? in
2: general, like your own personal development, like mm-hmm. when you read or listen to podcasts mm-hmm. or whatever you might do. Is that a thing where um, that helps you a lot or is it the community, bit of both? Because sometimes it's hard for us. Like if we yeah. we're not a part of a community, we don't have that uh, avenue.
1: Man, It was much earlier on where I was so much more obsessed with knowledge, self-development, and things of that nature. And I actually take this back to to the first point. That's also another point of development and where you develop these traits. Mm -hmm. I remember being very young, even in primary school, and it's like, comes down to your needs and wants. like, I want to make some money. Let me figure out how to do that. Let me read the books. Let me search it up on the internet, okay? I'll probably end up selling lollies at school, in primary school. You know what I mean? It's like... You develop those things out of necessity. Mm -hmm. And then over time, look, long story short, nowadays it's much more through the community. We share a lot of information amongst each other, not necessarily things we pick up on day-to-day, just something you might know already that comes up in conversation, like a conversation like today. Um, Yeah, it's not like I don't seek out knowledge. The, The podcasts that I do spend time around now are much more practical. And if I'm listening to a podcast that, yeah, if I'm listening to a podcast now, it's less about, it's more about, I guess, it's different value I'm getting from it. Because they're going over the same things. Yeah, for sure. True. The podcasts that are practical now would be like a Huberman podcast, right? Where oh, he yeah. gives you, and then you go straight to the protocols. They okay. need to hear the rest, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Not at this stage, yeah. you know? It's like, now it's straight protocols. That's what we're after. Okay, cool.
2: True. I think it's a phase because even me, like I was big into reading it was like a book a week mm-hmm. that a problem you know now it's like I've read a couple books this year because yeah. a lot of the time it's just repetitive you want to implement now and yeah, also it's- now it's reading books that you haven't touched on before like I was reading some like history books mm. it's Like uh, none of the books the other books are about habits and money building and you know psychology now it's like okay I read history you might read James Nestor on you mm-hmm. know nose breathing and something like that like or how to win friends influence people like these things that you're implementing straight away and other books haven't really touched on that.
1: I, w- I will turn to the same resources in new fields. Like if I wanted to get more knowledgeable, if it was from a passion, a place of passion, like breathing, okay. There was that little phase where I knew I needed and wanted more information. So it was going through the, the regular channels, yeah. books, content. There's some new ones as well. It's, it's been pretty cool to reach out to people yeah. directly, experts, and chat to them and they actually hit you back and you're like, oh, so much better,
3: exactly. Yeah. Even
1: end up speaking to them on a the phone or having a FaceTime with this random expert, you know, from Instagram somewhere. Mm. And it's like, this is not a bad way to pick up information, you know, or yeah, getting it firsthand, yeah. getting, it, getting it firsthand. What kind
2: of knowledge do they give to you? Like, uh, some things you can
1: the facts, you know, are you talking the like maybe practical steps breathing? like
2: these guys with breathing? What is yeah. it like? Because you know, I know you've been into. Breathing Like, I don't know if these guys, when they train they do nose breathing or nasal No, breathing no, so no. Everything. I, I, don't I don't take my mouth, mouth th- every night when I sleep. like, sh- sh- like yeah t- Yeah, every night. What missus think of it? She tapes too He's a smart man. She starts, yeah, he starts talking,
1: talking. You go, hey, math tape, math tape. Is it a math tape a
0: time. By the way, guys, there's 80% of you guys who watch our videos are actually not subscribed. So, (laughs) stop the video right here. (laughs) My voice cut out. Stop the video right here. Subscribe. I'll give him a second. Now we can resume the video. Enjoy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Look, long story short, when I was with these experts, they gave me all the facts. Nasal breathing, CO2 tolerance, Mm. all the science. But that wasn't the, the real value there. It was the stuff that was like, don't really worry about all this stuff. Really what everyone is coming... really what every protocol is centered around is how well you tolerate co2 or don't focus so much on getting guys to do this nasal breathing pattern while they're training no so much more important that they tape their mouth and that they breathe through their nose at rest when they aren't training that's like the base pillar so i guess they just what an expert should be able to do over time filter out the information go yeah all these are cool but Really, what's important is this bottom of the pyramid stuff. Yeah, yeah, like that. That would be the most value I got from, and I got to shout this bloke out, man. What's his name? Johann Segberts. Thank goodness I remember this okay. guy. name he he runs a um Australian. Yeah. He's in Australia now, yeah, but I yeah. think he's like from wherever Johann Segberts' yeah. name should be from. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying <laughs> Norway. To think I'm I hand think Norway or somewhere like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, real cool guy, man. We started chatting over over Instagram mm-hmm. just about you know breath work and. Running tours at that time and getting involved with different ath- athletes, yeah, and that's having very some important conversations. in your game as well. Yeah, yeah, you big know? time. But yeah, knowledge-wise, most most of the reading I do these days, if I read anything, it's for entertainment.
0: For sure, yeah, yeah,
1: it's for entertainment. If I listen to a podcast, it'll be for entertainment. And a part of me still feels guilty, you know. Mm. I'm like, I don't know where that comes from. It's like this ain't leveling you up, right? But it's yeah. like, hey, you understand bigger picture now, and it's like there's different areas that important so is this this uh this entertainment thing it has a purpose
2: it's also yeah. i realized i was telling the boys like you might be reading 30 pages a day and stuff but is that actually moving you towards your goals like mm. is that actually being productive or is mm. that for example if your goal is to get healthy or to memorize quran or to start a business it's like oh instead of starting my business and working my business plan i'm going to read today 30 pages mm. on a book mm. and spend half an hour mm. doing that like Sometimes it's actually like it becomes an easy avenue to feel productive but by not being productive because yeah. it might be fourth on the priority list. Yeah, you, you feel like
1: you're doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah um, you feel like you're moving yeah, forward. Yeah. Yeah. But
2: for a lot and of people, it's actually the step they should take. Mm. Like it's, it's a beginner step in the self-development to understand the world.
1: Put yourself in that environment. Put yourself around after, that type of energy.
2: After mm-hmm. that, it's like, okay, what are my actual goals? It's like, okay, you know, like mm. Warren Buffett's, you know, like 5'25", achieving the most important thing and then you know working down the list yeah Yeah.
1: and you'll probably come back to these things you know what i mean but it really goes it really does come down to taking action
2: yeah
0: yeah it does get to a period of time where like after a while like Ashraf said before it becomes very very repetitive Mm. you know and then like and to a degree as well early on you don't want to overwhelm yourself with it as well you know because like i remember like the first time i was learning about sleep yeah and i'm thinking okay cool there's this and then there's that and then you give it a month or two months and you look back at it, it's like, okay, cool. I never actually implemented one thing at all. Yeah, well. Because the knowledge behind it was actually like cool, you know? And shout out to Hubum as well. You know on Twitter, you know what they call him? He has a, he actually has a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> they called him Daddy Huberman. <laughs>
2: well, like, well, like, well, like a well, C-bum like. nickname. Yeah, uh, bro. The that's girls, goals. the girls are over here. They go full beard. <laughs> oh, the <laughs> girls do it. Oh, that's yeah. cool. the list, that's a list, that's a list all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the Full beard. He's an interesting cat. Sort of
1: he's he's a he's, uh, he's solo, right? Like yeah, he, yeah, he's, he's he's single. single he's that's single. why he's an interesting individual. Because like, of course, we don't know. We don't spend time. But when you listen to someone, you pick up on certain traits just through their listening, and you go, I kind of. I feel like he would be similar to almost an athlete or someone that was just really. He is. He's different. Yeah, he's 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 different on that type of vibe.
0: His story, you heard his story, like as on the Jocko podcast. Yeah, on the I think I don't know which one I listened to it on. Um, it might have been the Jocko one or the Tim Ferriss one, one of the two. Tim Ferriss
2: probably wasn't his story. I listened to the Tim Ferriss one. Okay, Tim Ferriss one was good too, but the, the the Jocko one
0: was fantastic because yeah, his he's life
1: story bro it gave you a whole different perspective but i'll let, I'll let you run it
0: yeah yeah no, no he was just talking about like just when he was in that that early stage when he was just a student and like when he was like getting into this career he didn't know what was ahead of him but he knew like he was very like invested mm. you know, in like the knowledge aspect of like medical science and whatnot and how he used to sleep in his lab yeah you know
2: he said like, that on tim first i know that, was
0: that yeah. the tim first one yeah it was on the tim first one and it's just like you look at it and you go, oh, he's a scientist. Mm. It's lame. Do you got to me? go home? Like, go get a film. Like, <laughs> do you get what I mean? Like, go do, bit, something, um, go do something with it. You know what I mean? But, like, but then after people look at guys like Huberman. And but you like, got to go, sorry, go on. Yeah, but like in terms of like successful people, it's like, there's a reason why they've reached this level of success. You know what I mean? It's because of the hard work mm. they put in when no one was watching. Mm. You know, this sounds very, very cliche, but yeah. it's yeah. like, it's, a fact. it's facts. a fact. You know? It's a fact.
1: But no. you got to say one something. One of the
2: most popular podcasts now. Bro, he's he, like killed like it. he killed on it. YouTube he killed it. He killed it. Subs, and he's just bro, killing it, man.
1: His life story—I just want to chip in on it, bro. This guy's life story was so interesting, so mm-hmm. much more than what you'd expect. Mm-hmm. Like, what brought him to loving science and all these things—we we don't know. But he touched on a little bit in that podcast. Mm-hmm. He had a rough upbringing. He, I think, he kind of had to leave home very early—twelve, yep. thirteen, something like that—hanging around skaters. He's actually, got, he's actually tatted up a little bit, yeah, but he's, he's, uh, that's why he always is suited, suited up. yeah, Because yeah, yeah, yeah. he's still a Back professor at yeah. Stanford. Exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's tough. So yeah. it's like the guy um, had an interesting run, bro. a very interesting life, moving all about, doing all sorts of things. A lot of his mates are on drugs and, and dead or in prison, that type of vibe. And it's like it's not, he's, he was just a, a little bit of a street kid. He went through it. yeah, And then he attached himself to this probably because of what everyone else felt. Hey, I can develop, I can grow through this. I mm-hmm. mean, and then he, he went hard.
0: Yeah, and plus, you probably gave him some sort of like, I guess, like pillar or something to like a foundation to stick by. And he probably wasn't getting that in like other fields, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you need that something that like wakes you up every single morning and drives you, you know, because you can't just go through life like aimlessly. And like going back to the conversation we had early on about like the five year plan like half of it of setting the plan isn't actually, okay, cool, you have to knock off these goals. Half of it is just being conscious, you know what I mean? Because you don't want to wake up, let a day pass, and then go, okay, cool, what happened to that day? It's like a day is like, what, 24 hours? But like then 365 days, you don't look back at a year and be like, okay, cool, I just, like, I aimed for nothing and I got nothing. And there's a reason why, because you weren't conscious, you know what I mean? What do you mean by conscious? I mean, like, just like aware. So like, I guess like, for example, like early on, I used to be so big on like setting goals for myself and then if i didn't set those goals for myself because i'm one of those people i just like look forward look forward look forward yeah and i don't really dwell on like the past yeah and then what ends up happening is after a while i I ended up setting it up too high for myself to the point where like i wouldn't achieve things and then obviously that that will affect me personally you know because i feel like okay cool like i'm underachieving yeah Then, like, I dialed it down just a little bit, and instead of setting 100% of the goals, it's just more like, okay, cool. In this field, like, for example, like, there was a period where I fell off the gym, okay, and gym was a big part of my identity, yeah? And then now it's more so, okay, cool, at least I get to the gym, you know what I mean? So I'm conscious of the actual Mm. gym, rather than setting it seven days a week, I've got to be in the gym, five days I've got to be in the gym. You know what I mean? Because then after that, that task ends up becoming like a burden. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then yeah. once you become conscious of it to a degree, it almost sets like your identity, I believe, personally as well.
1: Yeah. It's almost like it goes to, I have to do this thing. Yeah. Whereas it used to be, a, I get to do this thing. Exactly. You know? And yeah. I, it, that brings a whole different energy. Mm-hmm. It, even, but sometimes you do got to tap into that a little bit. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, when you do understand certain things, and this is an individual choice, yeah. where it's like, hey, I. I know that I am at my best when I feel I get to do something and mm. I'm excited I get to go do it. But I also know it's not always going to be like that. Exactly. Sometimes it's going to have to tap into that. I have to. And you just got to know yourself with those things. Yeah. But it's definitely an adjustment I had to do as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm sure other people had to do the same Even thing. Even
2: like fighting. Fighting at the start might have been like and games and then later it's like this is my livelihood. Mm. Like I got to take yeah. this serious, Make you know. My life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't yeah. be slacking off, eating out, whatever it is.
1: And then... That's actually where I loosened my, 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 my boundaries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, food-wise, but I've, it's funny how you come back around where it was like, hold on, yeah. performance is based on these factors, such and such, and I need to loosen up in one area if I want to be able to be on point in these other areas. Okay, food, diet. But then now I'm actually coming back around to the cleanest quality food is what I want to be entering my body. But that's an example of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. You can start to eat and you're like, hold on, why am I suffering here? You go, there was a point I was enjoying this healthy food. Yeah. Now I'm like, forcing it? Mm-hmm. Bring me that HSP. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Get that happening. Mm. In due time. Yeah.
0: It's and also part one. of like the consciousness as well is like, like I think we've all seen that Denzel Washington quote, like that famous motivational video. You guys seen it? But he talks about essentially like he's given like a graduation speech. Mm. And then after he references how like the whole idea of like, you don't want a life to go by you. Um, and you want to be in a coffin and as that coffin's passing you don't want that coffin to be filled with regret when you look back at it it's like all the things i wish i'd done you know and the only way you can personally speaking you can avoid having that like that regret feeling is in the moment being as conscious as possible in regards to the things that you might want now you want in the future and also like reflecting back of the things you want to avoid you know and then that gives you like that sort of pushing uh, forward movement you know
1: yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Consciousness is an interesting one. It is. Um, but you got to be conscious. You got to, Awareness is
0: key. It's yeah. such a key trait. Mm. Even people at work, bro. Like, I look at people at work, like, I remember this lady. No, she won't listen to this podcast. Okay. <laughs> there, I remember there was this, this lady, yeah. She, I remember I was having a conversation to her and something about, I think just before I was going overseas. Um, and she goes to me, where are you going? Da, 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 da. And obviously I reply back into the conversation. I was like, "Oh, where have you traveled? And mine she's like 60 pushing 70, maybe even 80. You know, I remember we'll go we'll go 60 just for <laughs> be safe. Yeah, just do, just just to be safe, you never know. We now. Need keep like. us in that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so she goes to me, I've never been in a, on a plane in my life. Mm. And I'm thinking, like, right, that's crazy to me. Like 60 years of your life, you've never been on a plane. I was like, okay, cool. Like, she, she's like true blue Aussie, like as Aussie as you can get, yeah? I was like, so you've been interstate, you know? Where do Aussies like to go? Cairns or something like that? I don't know, Queensland. <laughs> never left Australia. Yeah, well. And I'm thinking... It's common, actually. I've never left Victoria? Never, yeah. Okay. N- n- never left Australia. And then on top of that, never left Victoria on top of that mm-hmm. point, you know what I mean? And I'm thinking... Like how does she like Like do this you know And then you look back at that And then it's like a Cool like I internalise that It's like If I want to get to that age Of 60 years old mm. I know Those are the things I want to like Avoid type but of you, know, you know sometimes It's
2: circumstances Allah Allah I don't know her story But sometimes then, people Don't have the luxury Of being able to travel the world Then you take into every account six months oh, Then you take into you account You like know what I mean Like Allah them, I don't know yeah. her story
0: No but I'm telling you Then you take into account Like her personality The way that she is Just some people Are just content With the bare minimum in can like be that rich, case. Yeah. You know I, f- I, mean? I feel
1: like you can always force things to happen, but it depends. There's so many factors, and we don't have all the answers. We yeah. don't have the vision. But I, I mean, have five properties, and that's her. Goal. That reminds me of an interesting exercise that I recently did, which was I, I recently felt a little bit lost in like direction-wise. Some things are always going to be happening, but I'll, outside of that. There's still a feeling of, hey, like, what, what am I working towards, right? In a material sense, and it's like okay. Let me work backwards. Okay. And I st- actually started how do I want to die? You know? Where how do I want to die? How do I want to be if I if I had that choice and someone said, "Hey, you can you can call her now." How do I want that? And then I said, "Okay, cool. How do I want the last 5 years to look?" What about the 10 years before that? Before one or two steps, you suddenly not too far. <laughs> it's like unallowed. shit. Well, yeah. What do I want to be doing in my 30s? What am I okay? I just it was an interesting exercise to kind of see what you really want to be working towards. Do you have some
2: examples of some of the answers you had for different or even
3: thoughts? Yeah, Yeah. have to be too. Even
1: something, yeah. So, the how I wanted to die, what was clear to me was I would love to be in nature and I'm not saying die in nature, in the forest, yeah. <laughs> but yes, I'm so saying, in the last few years, it would be lovely to have, to be spending a lot of time, in nature bro, deloading, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> deloading from life, For you sure. know, and just enjoying, and with family, and to have family around, and have, doesn't have to be there, in that moment I'm talking, have that connection, have that thing happening, and then, Internally, I want to know that I did the best job I could have done to balance the scales before they're going to be balanced for me. That that was key. It was like I want to know that I did the best job possible, based on what I know from my own sins and my own virtues, and go. Okay, we know that we know that there are ways to to balance the scales, you know. So it's like okay, by that time in life, I would I would I would want to know that I did the best job I I could to balance those scales, and that was probably the biggest takeaway because. It influences everything from now and then in the last five years, it, I was like, okay, for some reason still into it's still business-oriented at the moment. So yeah. that came into play where it's like, okay, well, the businesses I'd like to be involved in at that stage would be more of a consulting role mm-hmm. where I'm mm-hmm. able to share my experiences and let those experiences um, impact other people's lives based on what I've learned through, through life at that time. And let's say, like the ten years prior to that, it would be good to uh, to be able to travel the world. Mm-hmm. No, sorry, at that point it was to have something much more, to have something much more uh, concrete, I guess, and still embedded in nature. It's like a a decade in nature. When I say nature, it doesn't mean I'm not leaving mm-hmm. the forest, boys. You know what I'm saying? But a decade where that's my home base would be beautiful. I feel I could really touch, touch base with, um, you know, my, myself yeah. at, at a core level like that, with family and whatnot. Mm, wh- where did I go outside of that? Yeah, business-wise, I would love to be involved in a health and wellness uh, business, in a company that was backed by pure intention on health, wellness, and performance from mind and body. So that's a very interesting area to me. I accumulate a lot of experience um, just through martial arts and that enge- and that endeavor. But there's also the psychological side of things that's very interesting to me. Also the neuroscience. I wanna see where, where things are at. I'd love to be involved in that field. Yes. And I go, okay, well, when you start to move further and further down the line, you get closer and closer to where I'm at now, and I'm 26. And I go, okay, so that, that should influence the businesses that I'm involved in. Uh, they should be involved in the health and wellness. Mm-hmm. In performance sector,
0: hmm. I want to touch
1: and on a that. and a gym. I would, lo- I, w- I believe, yeah, I will end up having a martial arts gym. It just seems very inshallah.
0: practical. And, and yeah, inshallah, will happen. Inshallah. So. Yeah. I want to touch on the the nature thing because this is something that I see <laughs> a lot, and especially on your, like your Instagram stories as well. Um, like you see, just Sam randomly just waking up in the morning. And he's just sparring air, <laughs> you know what I mean? In the middle of a forest somewhere, you know? Yeah. Or like, or like mornings, yeah? Yeah, and it's a constant theme about you as well. Like, for example, on a random Saturday morning, you're going for skinny dip in the ocean. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, get, it's what it's <laughs> you <laughs> get what I mean? You get what I mean? And it's something interesting because it's outside like that norm, you know what I mean? So what is it about the nature that just gets you going, bro?
1: so beautiful bro It's mm-hmm. so peaceful and i enjoy that in particular the, the the isolation early on but that's changing these days i used to seek that a lot and it'll be very hard for me to feel what i feel in pure isolation in in nature just down to bare bare basics let me just finish the point but yeah there's also the stripping things down to the bare minimum cooking getting your fire, getting things to the core level and you realize that all the rest of this is not really necessary. Mm -hmm. So you get much more um, appreciation in life and that's a great thing to have because as you move around in this world and you're appreciating everything more, it's a great place to be. Um, I love nature, bro. I love being out there and just living life. It feels so pure because you strip things back to basics. It's literally wake up get your water right get your food right spend some next i want to do is hiking because it'll give me a little more momentum you know that forward ambulation human human talks about <laughs> it'll be like once i pack up my camp and whatnot i can i can get moving and I, I found in the last few times i went out solo that i had a little too much time and it's like i'll be doing these hikes and stuff but it'll be nice if i if that hike was a point in the and journey physical strain as well like that yeah. helps as well Yeah, big, big time big time yeah. But I also liked it for meditation and to just touch base with who I am and where I'm at at that particular time.
0: Uh, How's your sleep when you go camping? Beautiful, bro. How good is it? Beautiful. And bro. plus the, the fact that I went proper camping mm. for the first time last year, at the end of last year. Um, and I remember listening to what, going back to that same sleep-like podcast or whatever. I remember during lockdown once, obviously there's the Matthew Walker one. But then there was this like Islamic podcast that done it on sp- um, like sleep. And like he specifically like related it back to like, like the deen and the actual physical, like the science side of things, you know what I mean? And he was mentioning this story about during like Houston when they had the whole hurricanes and stuff, they just had candles and stuff just to keep their house like a light, you know what I mean? For three days, pretty much, he had the best sleep ever wow. because there was no electricity and wow. no, the effect Beautiful, that light right. has on yeah. your sleep, you know? So I'm like, rah cool, whatever go camping for the three days that i was there when i tell you cuz around seven o'clock eight o'clock as the like the sun's starting to dip or whatever i'm already feeling tired and seven o'clock eight o'clock it's like seven o'clock eight o'clock right now we're getting g'd up you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you're waking up naturally like it's not even yeah. sunrise like an effort yeah. you know what i mean it's like your body just naturally just like clocks in with it
1: you just that that's the way to put it bro yeah you tap into the natural rhythm of life
0: mm-hmm.
1: all this stu- science and stuff is just proving what the basics are View sunlight in the morning, view sunlight in the evening. This happens normally and naturally without everything that we've got going on. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So there's that. There's also, bro, I make a lot of prayer, a lot of personal prayer um, when I go camping, man. I find beautiful spots. I could be on a hike and honestly, you find little caves, little things under rocks and you go, bro, there's potentially sunnah here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and And outside of that, it just... feel so in the right place for prayer. Mm-hmm. It's coming from the right place. And in particular, your intentions are clearer to you. I feel the further, I noticed this the first few times I went and I started doing it for this reason in the, in the later times. The further away you get from Melbourne, which, which is where we're from, physically, the things that are, you're associated to here slowly die away and it's almost like as you're driving you're aware of what your mind goes to it's like hey my mind keeps going to this that this that it's all related to things i got going on here right after one day maybe two days it's not all peace when you're out there you're still there and you're like oh, damn now i'm here you know what yeah. mean? but things settle down all that dust settles and it kind of drops to the surface and i try to do things to so it drops to the bottom i try to do things to bring that about as well and when that happens whatever is left on my mind shows me what is like the last few things on my mind those are really what's important to me Exactly. it's like oh okay so these are things that are on your mind at a surface level that you couldn't even really see because there was all the rest of the shit that was there constantly mm. so that's a that's a major factor but i'm in a place now where i actually appreciate going camping with other people which is new to me it's not like i didn't ever like that but it would feel like i'm not like i'm it's not what I would be going for. So I can kick it with you anywhere. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> now it's like I really do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. It's there's less of a need to go um, camping solo and really go into some sort of seclusion like that.
3: Was
2: your living situation different? Like, did you used to live with people and now you live by yourself?
1: No, I, I lived on my own since I left home for the most for the majority of my time okay. that, I, that, that I that I that um, I went away for the, for the majority of my time. Like even yeah, technically right now. But
3: yeah, yeah. You s- you said um sorry. You said that I remember you, we spoke the other week. You said you're reading that book, Social Intelligence, mm. and just reminds you of the importance of relationships. Yep. And of course, now you're seeing your brothers join the sport that you love and dedicate your life to. How is that in terms of like just f- focusing on those relationships and trying to nurture them and making the time for them now?
1: well in particular with my brothers bro may Allah bless these people man and yeah. all of our families in general yeah. but like you don't understand the blessing you have when you have family you know what I mean and it t- sometimes takes you a little while to learn that and as I chat to elders now bro they they, they understand the process you, you've gone through and where you're at some tell you like man it wasn't until I was 35 that I was like damn family is really it you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was just saying, so it's like Damn. So in general, just that, like, I forgot the question entirely, but...
3: It's mainly about, like, the importance of um, relationships and not only just being on yourself, Mm. because isolation can be... A lot of people are pushing for isolation, but then it comes to a certain extent. You don't want to be isolated too much.
1: Well, it can become an escape. True. I feel more comfortable when there's no one around. That must be what I should be doing all the time. Mm -hmm. I'm going to just look for that. That's not the answer. It can be a solution, Temporarily, and it's going to serve a purpose, but that's not the answer and the reason being this book that Ali's talking about when we caught up, bro, it just highlights to you how social of a being we are it's it, it's tied into us on a core level, and we're actually healthier and happier for being in positive mm-hmm. social scenarios, you know, and to have a, a real sense of community. and we all know this it sounds basic but this book really knuckles down how important that is and how wired you are for that. Mm-hmm. And also um, it, the, the the author is a psychologist. He wrote the book, Emotional Intelligence, and uh-huh. he ties that into this. So how the vibe, I guess you would say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's something that is an actual thing. The way that you're smiling right now, I'm smiling, I look at you and I'm seeing that smile. Yeah. We are wired to connect. Like if, as I'm seeing you, the way that I'm interpreting what I'm seeing is my brain's mirror neurons reflecting back that same experience to me. So if I see you smile, even if there's not a smile on your face, there's so many small uh, micro expressions and shit taking place that your brain is picking up on this shit. And the way that you're understanding what that is, how your, your brain actually interprets that, is by reflecting that same experience to you. So, if you hang around someone, and he might be feeling a little bit anxious, so he might feel a little bit angry, a little bit stressed, or whatever. You would pick up on that, and that would be because you're getting that same feedback. Mm-hmm. That's your brain giving you that feeling. To that's how you're interpreting what's going on. So, you see that smile, you see that laughter, like you get around it because that's that's literally what's happening. So, we're, we're wired to connect. Mm-hmm. We're literally we're wired to connect, and to to seek disconnection is probably beneficial. When there's over connection,
0: you know. Even from you know, even you're dropping gems on us right now. Yeah. <laughs> even yeah. we're reflecting yeah. as, yeah. as yeah. you're talking. Uh, I, I already, the Amazon's going to yeah. be <laughs> social. <laughs> I think I got it here somewhere. But I even, think I'm looking for it. even like going back to the camping mm-hmm. as well. It's like when you go far out enough in Melbourne, you get to a point where there is no five G. You know, mm-hmm. so you can't use your phone. And then if you're in a social setting, either the person does mm-hmm. your head in. And you can just walk away and just go to somewhere random or your face to like interact with them and you enjoy like that moment as well. You know, you get that like sort of vibe. But I want to touch back into like the, the, the brotherly love, mm. you know what I mean, with Seg and Sasanga. Um, <laughs> has it yeah. always been like that or is that as you get older, because obviously Sasanga is much younger, mm. Seg's older. As you get older, you start to like realize one another's like quality, like traits and stuff, you know Growing I
1: mean? up, you're connected in a, just an unconscious way mm-hmm. because you're- Under the same roof. Under the same roof, yeah. you yeah. know, and, and that's it. That's just how it is. So you have the experiences, positive, negative. Overall, I, I love everything about growing up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, are, we did have a bit of a laugh yeah. and I honestly, things change though as you get older. Um, but yeah, it's definitely unconscious when you're younger for, for whatever it is, better or worse. As you get older, what I've seen in our lives is we've all gone and done different things because mm-hmm. we're at different stages in our journey, in life. However, we're starting to have a crossover now, based on age, based on shared experience. We kind of understand certain things when we all talk, and we're benefiting from that. Yeah, so we're, we're getting much closer because it's not like a, it's not a, it's not like you have no choice. This is a choice. Exactly. We're, we're, we. Love spending time together so we try
0: to spend time together yeah we train together we enjoy that um common interest as well yeah. like sasanga was telling me the other night you three and another mate or something were in a cold plunge pool or something like yep, that yep, yep. just yep. chatting and just chatting you know what i mean it's like who the hell sits in cold water <laughs> <laughs> just go on the couch or you know what I mean? but it's nice you yeah know, so common look, interest does it does
3: bring you your like your relationships to another level like mm. i assume the moment you found out they want to take the step and join MMA, you're probably thinking, okay, I want to tell them this. You should train this many days, this is, eat this and that. Yeah, but
1: it's also it's more so the development, I would say, but it's a major point. The common interest is a major yeah. point. It's where you, it brings us together in a major way, like it's a center point. But it's the development in general, because I've been on these guys for a minute, yeah. come hit pads, for years. Yeah. Ask him, bro. Yeah. Come hit pads, come do this, come do that. I'll have to kind of almost force it. Cause they weren't keen But I was obviously keen So I'll be, mm. I'll be forcing it Now that they Now they can't get enough pads You know It's like Yeah So I don't know where we went with that But
0: What's your What's your thoughts on Andrew Tate saying <laughs> <laughs>
2: Triggered I'm yeah. instantly
1: triggered When Andrew Tate <laughs> the, gets the brought Tate up
0: brothers, like The Tate brothers The <laughs> I was saying um, What's your thoughts on Andrew Tate saying You know when he went into prison yeah? <laughs> He'd done that podcast with uh, PBD that first on the five-hour one, yeah? The second, sorry, podcast he's done with PBD. Yeah, 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 Patrick. He goes, yeah, yeah. yeah, he goes, if I was to go back into prison, yeah, Tristan would be like to me, hey, yo, I'm coming there right in there with you, you know? And he goes, I would not want anyone more to spend <laughs> prison with me other than like Tristan, mm. you know? So, uh, I don't know where I was going. Just <laughs> just look, yeah, I you. would go to prison with my brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the I would go to prison with my brother, I'll
1: be honest. <laughs> no, 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 I would, for sure, bro. That's blood, you yeah. know? You're going to be so many things going on there. Yeah. You want your blood with you, bro. That Straight out, true. you want your blood with you if you can. But, yeah, look, to bring it back full circle on this brotherly one, it's funny how we develop as in different individuals. Because Seg's very different to me. I'm very different to Seg. I'm very different to Sang. But we also have many similarities because we grew up together. Mm. So there's that weird bond. And we know we have that Suratul Rahim as well mm-hmm. that I think it's an actual thing, bro. Like, you're connected, you know? And, yeah, you're connected, bro. I appreciate them a lot. Long story short. Yeah. We, yeah. And you appreciate the older you get. I can even see Sassanga coming to this understanding as well himself. Like, at it being a little younger but old enough to be an adult in, in some ways and understand you know, where we come from in certain things that we point out and us also understanding where he's at in his development, but it's not like he's 20 years younger than us. It's like I'm five years older than him. Um, yeah, it's a, just a unique time. It's a, it's a blessing right now you know, to, to see that happen and to see how, yeah, that's just how things work, bro. For me personally, Sang actually asked me this recently I'm like the, the kid that left home, right? Yeah. And yeah. went and did his own thing for a little yeah. bit. He's like, what's that journey like? I go, bro, I'm still on it. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, what was that journey <laughs> like leaving home? I go, bro, I'm still on it. <laughs> I'm I'm <doing> it
3: <laughs> <out>. Yeah. Because <laughs> he probably looks at you and thinks, yeah, hey, this guy's got on the cover. It's been this yeah, long. Yeah, yeah.
1: But look, yeah. the more we spend time together, yeah. the more you get... The more you know you know your, your brothers, you know their flaws and whatnot. But, but the sorry. more we spend time together, the more you see those things. So yeah. it's even good for him to see that. Exactly. Yeah. See, okay, in some areas he might have... Some traits that are like beneficial and positive, and I see, but in some, th- some ways, doesn't have his shit together for Humanises sure. You, yeah.
0: yeah. And we all don't as well. You know what I mean? Like going back to your answer to him as well, it's like he looked at you like an adult that's got his shit together. But like adults are just people that are fighting their shit. Yeah, you know, yeah, pretty together. much, bro. Some
3: better hiding it than others. Yeah. Yeah. 20%. But mm-hmm.
0: yeah. I wanted to bring it back to that podcast conversation real quick because I wanted to ask. So, what are your top three podcasts right now? Well, if I had to put out a top three right now, and they don't have to be the whole self development tool <laughs> yeah, yeah. and whatnot. Huberman's obviously in there.
1: I'll put the Jocko one out there because for whatever reason, I started um, going back to that reason. I never really locked into Jocko's he podcast. Does
3: a long podcast, bro. Does, but I, I come across three hours plus, a, he's plus he's man. Like the ones I want to <laughs> listen to. He speaks at a slower pace as well. Yeah. The, the stay, <laughs> like yeah. where yeah. I'm at, I seem to find really a lot of
1: value in that. Yeah. Like, um, especially. the
3: talk's not shallow. Yeah, yeah,
1: and they're interesting and I can get around it. But there's some episodes where. We'll have an army guy on, and they're just reminiscing about army days. And I, what's next, next, next? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, honestly, you know, what I think of Jocko when he talks Jocko on what podcasts.
3: Else? Yeah. Like you know, when you go camping, someone gets a torch and they start talking to you with a deep voice. I think <laughs> that's, that's Jocko. That's you right? know what it is? It's probably he's because intense. the roof he's in is just black. Yeah. 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 Also, the intense. voice he puts on. Dude. Yeah, you have to get up at four a.m. There's yeah, not many,
1: there's not too many other podcasts. I haven't really been on a big podcasting. I would yeah. have to say Huberman just because that's what I have been dipping into for. Like I said, those protocols. Yeah, and he does got he's got bro. He's done such a great job. Mm-hmm. He's done a hectic like job.
2: The because you said you even podcasts and books. It's more for entertainment purposes. Mm. For someone that's listening and goes, oh, I'd love to read like a good fiction book, but I've only read nonfiction. Or the same for podcasts. Like is it like a murder mystery podcast. You recommend is there any like a uh, fiction books maybe that it's like hey, this is a good start.
1: Yeah, books wise, fiction,
2: fiction, fiction like, yeah, books like for
1: entertainment. Yeah. Uh um, oh, know <laughs> anime. Look, don't even get me started. See you how I tr- see how triggered I got of it? just there? Yeah, 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 <laughs> was yeah. that? Manga. Manga, so. I saw your feet crawl up. There. Yeah. He said
0: Manga. But we're like full circle though. You remember like, you remember watching. Oh, I, oh, I would say,
1: uh, Manga wise, look, if you get around entertainment, for me, One Piece goes hard yeah. and right now it's getting peak. I was just telling Sasanga about this, we are going hard. Joy Boy? Yeah. He knows. Yeah. Hey, you have to date on the, on the manga though. Not the manga. Okay, <laughs> I could ruin it. I could, do you want me to ruin I, it for you? I already know what's happening. Though. Okay, okay. okay. It, it gets peak. Long story short. It goes hard. <laughs> 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 I can't even say it. I can't even get it out. What's going on? I Voila! not even say that. It's elite. Um, the Alchemist is probably my favourite recommendation as a, as, a, as a fictional book. What was that? That's an anime, and that goes hard. You don't
3: have to bring it first circle again. But hey, while
1: he's onto one. Full Metal Alchemist goes hard. It's a it's another it's another bang of anime. Oh, you know, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> That's a
2: legendary, <laughs> <memory>. <laughs> That's a
0: legendary and, and
1: to be honest, it comes back because it's Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. That's actually <laughs> a title of it. So he, he understands. But The Alchemist is just a beautiful book, man. It's such a beautiful book, and I could read that many many times over uh yeah that'll be my recommendation fictional wise other than that f- fantasy There's a book by um terry goodkind is a great author mm. terry goodkind straight fantasy these books um yeah suss those out yeah the alchemist i, I can't get over that i love that book yeah I so beautiful so. Yeah, bro I so. Love that also lot, dune
2: dune dune Dune. Is the movie good or is the book? The movie too? is elite. I like the movie. I like there's the movie. I've heard bad reviews of it. Like nah, it's elite, but
1: they can't do justice to the book. Mm. There's just yeah, what movie not like can? Seven books or something? Like I think there's two. Ah oh, well. There's Dune. There's Dune Messiah. There might I be a few that more. Thick? The first one is massive. Yeah, it's decent size.
2: Probably the biggest book I've read. Yeah. I think Harry Potter's the biggest one. <laughs> Order of Phoenix eight hundred. This goes uh, hard. Dune, Dune goes
1: hard. Let me nerd out for a moment because of the um the
2: Timothy Chalamet the
1: not, the landscape. Who's it? Who's,
2: who?
3: You don't know who that is Dune,
2: the actor Timothy Chalamet. Oh, okay, nah, no, I don't. No, that's boy. his name. Yeah, the French, guy. Yeah. French guy. He did, the, did, he he did, did Zendaya, a decent job. And then Zendaya and Tom Holland love circle, and yeah, you know, <laughs> yep. and then he speaks French and everyone goes crazy. Yeah, look, not me. He's <laughs> 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 <was> like what? <laughs>
1: French is in my five year plan <laughs> but I don't get triggered like that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <That's
3: probably
1: laughs> yeah. Yeah. but bro the book is just what I love about books it creates a whole different world mm. and because it's all thought you think about it vision you're watching this thing it's like watching a play except it's all on screen it's not like it's not that live but it's live to an extent but mm. you don't have to do too much thinking you watch and you get drawn along by the drama what's going on the book you formulate. There's so much going on for you to actually get into the book, man. I remember just reading up as a kid, bro. I would stay up reading till like three, four a.m. You know, kids stay up now four, five yeah, a.m. Yeah. on the. I, I'll be no. nonstop. Like I'll sneak out, read out where there's a little bit of light. Mum would catch us lacking. Mm. close the door, get, in, get inside. What are you doing? Like that's that's um, that's how deep it goes for us, man. That's the second sangha The same, yeah. yeah. <laughs> books wise. Yeah, bro just you're forced to create a whole nother world in your head mm-hmm. that you just get sucked into there's uh Dune does a good job because there's a lot of political stuff which as you get older you can appreciate more that is going on in those books that is very similar to what's going on yeah, right now and you realize is what's been going on throughout history uh,
0: yeah exactly you create that imagination in your head I wanted to bring the conversation back to something you spoke about um, it's called earlier. I wanted to ask, what is a day in the life of SEM look like? Or a day in the week? Depends, am on, on I on point or am I off point? Of, <laughs> the of What's the right way to word that? The day in the life, the week of a life? <laughs> Whatever. Day in
1: the life, look, long story short, I wake up, mm-hmm. I set my intentions, even if it's a very hurried one. Sometimes I make my prayers, sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. That's why I said on point or not on point. And then I get stuck into training. Once I get into training, th- that's pretty much the rest of my day. It's, I'll hit the first session hard and then in between I'll have two, three hours and that's when I, depending on how effective I am, I'll either have things to execute or I'll have to find what I need to be doing and then it's a little bit behind. Mm-hmm. Usually communication, uh, small tasks like creating content, Oftentimes, I'll be catching up with the boys, having coffee. Yeah. We do that quite often after training. Go
0: then to, what's the go-to quickly? Go-to coffee.
1: Go-to coffee place? Yeah. No, no, they're just your I'm actual black, coffee, order, black. Your order. But it's changed recently to a, to a short Mac. Okay. I started it? getting fancy. Not every cafe does it. I go, give me a short Mac, put a little bit of cream in there. Yeah. And they look at me like, what's going on here? I go, put a little bit of cream in there. <laughs> <laughs> Why you <laughs> all Yeah, there? just put a little bit of cream in there. <laughs> wait, wait. What's
0: a short Mac? A Mac's already pretty short.
1: A short Mac is, <laughs> is a uh, espresso. Yeah. With some foam.
0: Okay. Yeah. With the creme, with, with the cream. With the actual yeah. cream, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But
1: I, I, I asked them to put actual cream and they go, you want foam? I go, if you have actual cream. Yeah, whip it up. Yalla. Yeah, just smash it on. Goes hard. Yeah. But the long black was my go-to from like uni to like I turned pro. Yeah.
3: Effective. Yeah. And
0: what never been a latte, like that's the normal, like usually nah. the normal order is you go from hot chocolate to mocha. Yeah, then yeah. To that's the progression. Latte, that's the so, progression. You, know, nah. you went straight to long black? Long black
1: because I go. What am I here for? Caffeine.
0: That is true. You yeah. know the,
1: the rest of it was not was never a thing to me. It wasn't demons. It's even to now. It's not a thing to me. The, the cream is just the. It's a fancy little. Just bit a of taste. Off, yeah. I you like just want to it. sound fancy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a so bit of a fancy guy. <laughs> make <sense of> short <laughs> <mac>. <laughs> Wave the hand. Hello. For sure. Now, that's it. So we have coffees. If you are ever in Collingwood, you want to be checking out. Firstly, Gipps Street Canteen. I got to shout out, Robbie. at Gipps Street Canteen. Okay. <laughs> There's also in. Elite coffee at A Coffee. Say it, A Coffee. That's the name. A of Coffee. The place. Okay. Letter a
0: Coffee. Um, Japanese there, crew. Is there another one in Collingwood? You're right. I'm just hoping you say this one name. Street. No, no. It's is Street another name of it? Proud Mary. Okay. Auntie Pegs. No. Auntie uh, Pegs. That's yeah, that's a nice one. Yeah. Auntie Pegs goes one. harder. So you're a coffee guy. Yeah, I'm a coffee guy.
3: Okay, yeah. I
1: We're actually <laughs>
0: around the corner from you the All other the day. The yeah, yeah. We're at um, Elpresso. All press. All press. All press.
1: Espresso. All, all Another press elite espresso. Co- coffee place in Collingwood.
0: Mm. Um, bro, Collingwood's got the most. Bro, just this is just the Collingwood's a peak area in a suburb. In a few bro. ways, yes, <laughs> I got in a fight with a lady the other day. Yeah, and yeah. And usually I'm, I don't usually I'm, I've got no road rage, nothing. Like I'm pretty calm, well like behind the wheel. You know what I mean? But anyway, <laughs> I've, I've 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 got a like a coffee date um, with a guy, <laughs> like. I'm meeting up with a friend for a coffee.
3: <laughs> Why are you explaining yourself so much, bro? <laughs> it's making a it worse match. Go on. <laughs> anyway, I'm going
0: I've gone to the yeah, we're cool. Mm-hmm. it's like around like nine AM or something like that, so it's like peak traffic or whatever looking for a spot. Now I'm getting stressed because just looking for traffic has made me late to the thing. You know what I mean? Anyway, I've now gone, like, you know where um, that place is? There's like a Bunnings around the corner or something like that. Yep, yep. So I've gone all the way up there, which is a six-minute walk. That's right near the gym. Yeah, near the Same g- street as the gym. Bunnings on the same street as the gym. On the same street. You just got to get all the way down. But I was there pretty much. Yeah anyway so then i find a spot as i find a spot i'm now like reverse parking into and i'm waiting for the lady to like indicate or whatever then she pulls up right next to me and then she just starts giving it to my life you know what i mean and i already knew this was coming you know what i mean but when when she pulled up like window to window as soon as i saw her typical white lady with a small little chihuahua i, like, <laughs> I just had to slam it back into it you know because I mean? usually it's just like okay cool you can't let that like affect wow. you know what i mean mm-hmm. Anyway, going back to that spot. Yeah, Chihuahua that. is a raps, bro. Yeah, it is. Point. And especially when it's a lady with a cap. And I know like she's got like a sugar daddy or something like that. She doesn't have to work whatever. Anyway, yeah.
3: <laughs> gotta love Collingwood.
0: You gotta love Collingwood. Well,
1: Collingwood's an interesting area, bro. Apparently, that place has uh, is the highest murder rate in Victoria or something like that. Does it? Yeah, go why? It's so bougie to me, but I think because there's a lot of crackheads around. Mm-hmm. There must be a lot of like heat. shankings and things like that going on. That yeah. you know, mm-hmm. add to that toll. But in a suburb, it's a beautiful area to me. It's very like beautiful. Yeah, It's nice. It's, it's
0: bougie, bro. It's like what you you know. Do you get inspiration in being around inner suburbs? Inspiration? Yeah. yeah. Like in what sense? Like. I don't know something about the in, like in a suburbs. When I go for a coffee, there's something like depending. Like I, the I
1: like the vibe sometimes, but sometimes the vibe gets a bit too peak for me. It's the, the go suburbs. go go vibe. Yeah,
0: now that's a go. Just there's a few
1: things about oh, depending where yeah, yeah. you're at. Yeah. Yep, it just gets a little bit too much. It doesn't. I don't <laughs> let it impact me to that extent. I just understand the world and how it is, and I I, I just appreciate the vibe. You yeah, feel yeah. me? I go okay. It's interesting. It's interesting. It's very co- it's a very colorful. Yeah. It's a very colorful area, bro. Yeah. <gasps>
0: Going back to uh, like the routine things, yeah. So when you get in a mode like where you feel like, oh crap, like I'm just not like feeling it. You have like techniques to get yourself back into. Yeah, self like, talk, self talk, okay. self talk. Like,
1: so that works, yeah,
0: self-talk. bro. If you notice how you're talking, it's it's often
1: it's a problem when you're not conscious of how your self talk is. It's mm-hmm. just occurring. You can end up in any sort of way with the, with with poor self talk. You won't even know it oh this is that or i'm tired or th- you got to be onto to it and you got to know um, which is where meditation comes in because you want that awareness to be able to see where you're at so straight off the bat self-talk mm-hmm. if i notice myself slipping i know that there's times to take a break or whatever so i'll just double check against some standards injury a few other things and it's like well it doesn't really check against that we've got to switch our self-talk up and it's you just literally switch it up and it works like Hey, this is what we're doing. This is, you know, we're strong. We're better than that. We don't think that way. This is how we do things. Um, You know the value of this, you know, and just give yourself strong, positive communication. That's what I do for myself when I notice things might be a little hard to get going or whatever might be going on. Yeah, g yourself up. It's not fake because you already know it's true. You're just in a certain place right now, Mm -hmm. and you go, "Hey, no, no, no. I'm a world champion. I'm I'm a professional mixed martial artist. I'm one of the best out there. This is what I'm here to do." Uh, these are just small, small examples, mm-hmm. but the self talk can go anywhere.
0: Yeah. Did you ever struggle with overthinking? Yeah.
1: To this day, I'll, I'll struggle with overthinking yeah. sometimes. Um, yeah. yeah. Less so right now. I'm talking just because when there's a fight, it just takes so much priority that a lot of my overthinking can be with um what might be the best thing to do, what else might be going on, what are the, where am I with what to do? What's it's like? Quite clear what is most important, you know. So. Right now, no, but overthinking, yeah,
0: yeah, that's true. Going back to the fighting, I reckon, um, we switched the conversation in regards to <coughs> our boys' got a a big fight that's up and coming mm. in about 15 days, if I'm not wrong. Around there, around there, yeah.
1: on the 18th? two weeks, two weeks from tomorrow,
0: two weeks from tomorrow, yeah. exactly. Um, how are you feeling leading up coming into the fight? How's your body?
1: I feel good, my body is. Where it's always at At the end of camp One or two small niggles Mm -hmm. But I'm fit I'm sharp I'm strong Alhamdulillah So yeah I'm feeling good
2: I was was gonna do off fighting It's similar But what's some advice For some people That wanna start getting fit Like what Obviously is it just like Pick a cardio you like And do it Or Bro I got this question So many times And
1: I'm not Like podcast aside Just in general You know when you run into It's like Hey man What do I do to get fit
0: Yeah Run (laughs) <laughs> get off the couch do you exercise
1: yeah Show exercise up. what strategies might work for you join a gym all common ones get around the right community where again you're part of that community you have to rise to their standard but you need to know a lot more about an individual to give them proper advice you know yeah. where you're at what's holding you back from training why aren't you training why have you tried and it hasn't worked you've got to look into those things what have you tried consistently what are your repeat efforts like and what stopped you these are questions I'll have to even ask myself in any other area to learn about what's actually stopping me, what's holding me back here. So, yeah, do that. Firstly, the, bas- the answers are there. It's basic. Exercise. Eat right. Balance is key too. So exercise but also chill. Eat well but also kind of have a off day. Get around the right community. Joining a gym, a martial arts gym, massive because there's community there. There's training there. Suss it out, see how you feel at each gym that you go to. Don't rush to commit, just commit to the health and training part, but spend one to two weeks to get to know the vibe at the gym. Do I like this gym? Yes, no. And then lock in and go from there. But if things aren't working for you, you're trying to get fit, you're not getting fit. you've got to look at what, what, else, is, what else is stopping you? That self-talk might be a thing. What, what, what do you tell yourself to stop training? What do you tell yourself to not go to the gym? What are those reasons? Are they valid? Are they not valid? Look into that
0: for yeah. so, for anyone that's like trying to get into like martial arts. Yeah, what should they look for for in the gym? Sorry,
1: are you going there for pure martial arts, or to be a
0: champion, or to be a professional? Just athlete? to martial arts. Not, I'm trying. Not a person is trying to become mm-hmm. a professional fighter or something along those lines. You just, w- I want a basic. You
1: want regular. Good qualities mm-hmm. in a person, you know, and you would always look to the coach, the owner of the gym, because things are going to stem from the top down. The culture will come from there. So, one, you're looking for martial arts. You want it to be effective. Look at his accomplishments. Look at his history. What's his training like? Has he competed before? Does he compete now? Uh, those are important factors. Mm-hmm. I would say those, and yeah, that that will tell you a lot. Also. Does the gym have fighters at the moment? Do they have people that compete, fighters or not? Do they have people competing in grappling? Are people competing in, in, Muay Thai or whatever it might be? If they have people competing, most likely they've got a process for developing skills there.
0: Yeah, I like that. Should we swing back to now the fighting? Go okay. it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um. So <laughs> up, you got your upcoming fight. Um. I heard your your opponent uh, like dropped out and whatnot. Mm. Has that affected your game in any way? Not really. Last minute curveball? No, not really, bro. To be honest, Wallah,
1: because I've been preparing for a similar kind of guy. Mm -hmm. I know there was a recent change I just told you about, but we won't announce that just yet just because we don't know Handy that's going through. But there's most likely that's going through. Mm -hmm. But I'll start with the initial opponent change because my opponent got changed twice now. Not a major issue to me, that first one because I feel really confident against both of the guys that I'm fighting. Mm -hmm. Preparation-wise, what changed? I just had to sharpen different tools for the different guy that I was going to be fighting. You know, if I'm fighting this South Pole guy, which might happen, then, yeah, work my South Pole strategy. Mm -hmm. And if I'm fighting this next guy, you know, Abdallah, Mm -hmm. the, the, the taller, he's tall, Sudanese, Feel like it's worth mentioning. <laughs> yeah, 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 big difference. It's big difference, bro. Yeah. Um, How tall are we talking? Like, I think he's six three, six four. Ish, yeah. Mm, that changes my preparation strategy wise. Yeah. Everything else is already is, is kind of in place. Mm. Strategy wise, yeah, we've got a different strategy in place for this guy. Mm. Mm.
0: How do you deal with the nerves just prior to a fight? What do I, I remember Joe Rogan speaking about this. Um, <coughs> what do you call it? I don't know who the podcast was with, but, like, the whole, the whole sense of, like, fighting, whether it's, like, wrestling, judo and whatnot, um, like, professional fighters, all of them are professional for a reason, you know? They put, like, the hard yards, mm. but often that, like, 1% of difference is how they control their nerves when they're on stage in front of, like, a 1,000 people, you know what I mean? And obviously at the Melbourne Pavilion, there's going to be people watching, we're going to be coming, mm. you know? What goes through your head just before a fight?
1: Just before, well, so when I'm in there, there's no real nerves in there for me. I do get nerves beforehand, though, like in the back, mm-hmm. up. There'll be little moments where you get a little butterflies every now and then. But bro, it's part of the process. Yeah. I embrace it. I like it. It's like it tells me I'm doing what I need to be doing. Like I'm here now. Okay, good. We're ready for it. We're good to go. That's how I deal with it. It does come. It's less about the self talk for me in those moments, mm-hmm. but I'll use that if necessary. It's just you're so familiar with the nerves by that point. You don't need the self talk. You know what's going on. It's mm-hmm. like you're about to fight. There's nerves.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Still do your warm up. Get prepped. Um, routine helps me, I guess. You know, and experience at this stage. I pray. I meditate. I breathe. I stretch. I lie down. I, I stretch again. I shadow box. I drill. I hit pads. I lie down, and I just run that process until it's time to
0: fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you document, like, on the like the journey to the fight? the day before like on the fight Have you ever thought of doing that no nah, no nah. I've, I've
1: thought about it but yeah. I haven't documented it um, I've had one person document day of the fight and my amateur days actually my Path to Hex um, debut pretty yeah. sure my, one of my amateur debuts ah. one of my mates yeah actually documented like sick memory at the back and there's a lot of the same things I pray except back then I didn't do my meditation okay. and my breath work but I would pray and then warm up but it was much more new back then that experience it's like what is what do i do it's yeah. like <laughs> after prayer which was like the most clearest obvious one you're like yeah. you know you're that's about to all. fight you know? yeah. it's like what do i do uh, yeah so i guess guidance and having the right coaches then help me out so you just hit pads okay you warm up mm. but it was a different energy then i would feel more less nerves then I swear yeah. to god yeah. than i would now mm. and that's interesting like ignorance maybe 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 but i guess you still get hurt in the gym every now and then i'm talking like to the body and shit like that so you know what the consequences are you see your teammates get knocked out you see what how rough it is and it's like you know what the consequences are but i guess it's just so maybe the stakes get higher maybe the stakes get higher. maybe that's what it is it's true yeah yeah. Yeah. or maybe i wasn't able to recognize what the nerves that were going on yeah
0: you've grown yeah you now know what you feel just like
1: just go through it man also hindsight in hindsight it's like yeah maybe in the moment then it was a different story yeah mm-hmm. but I do remember feeling so calm before walking out that it was weird and I was like yeah damn like I was actually expecting a different feel a different situation and then I fought
0: one and I was like oh well okay <laughs> yeah yeah exactly I've always wondered what goes in the mind of a fighter just you
1: do like get nerves like you, you, you'll, you'll get before the walkout yeah, it's not nerves. I don't get anything like this guy's gonna kill me or anything yeah. like that. It's just like
0: just the adrenaline pump. Yeah. yeah, but
1: it's also like, hey, yeah, we're about to fight. Like, you know, you, you know what you got to watch out for. You, if you know you're watching out for a shin to the head, yeah, even just thinking about that shin to the head, you're like, yeah, it doesn't give you the best feeling. It's like, okay, well, that's not touching us today. Like, we need a jab. We need to move. We need to faint. We need to make sure we're seeing that coming. Get ready for those reactions.
0: But it's your body's way of probably. Like a protective mechanism as well, you know what I mean. Just to be more like alert, you're vigilant going into that fight. Because yeah. if you weren't like as nervous, then it's like you're a bit more sloppy, I guess, to a sense. Yeah, LeBron yeah.
1: I've actually felt that before. But one, yeah, it's that. That's what's happening. Threat mm. detection in your brain, the amygdala doing its job. Yeah, as it should be. You know, yeah. you'd be worried <laughs> if it wasn't. Yeah, but I remember being out the back for one of my fights, my second pro fight, and I just discovered this ability to get real present so i went hard on it that camp and that lead up and i was injured in the last week so i had no choice i couldn't train so i had to just spend my time meditating and doing shit like that but i got to the fight i was so calm i remember like everything was so surreal and my coach was even like um pretty good like yeah, yeah. do you want me to j you up and i'm like don't jimmy, <laughs> yeah, I'm a Zen state. Yeah. You prefer that, right? I prefer that. But yeah. I remember even walking into the cage, and I, in hindsight, I remember going, I should have been a little. That's why I started moving more in my last few. I should have moved a little bit more because the fight started and I was so Zen, I guess, that I was like, got, took me off guard just a little bit. Get in there, still be present and aware and locked into the bloke you're about to fight, but
0: move, move,
1: get the blood flowing, get the body moving, you know, get ready. Hmm. That's just basics. Like, you want your body firing. yeah.
0: For sure. Do you hear things going on in the background sometimes? sometimes. As focused as you are because like, we've got footage of
2: like...
3: <laughs> I lose my voice every fight.
2: Yeah, good, good.
1: Hey, you do hear, you, you do hear the voices that, that support you, do, yeah. you. Yeah, you do. And it does yeah, count. It does. It's actually you need to learn how to use that as fuel yeah. and not let it. Remember what you guys came to one of the amateur fights. Um, yeah, I,
2: think, I think every amateur fight, yeah, both yeah. ones we've been a And I stuff.
1: actually remember you guys started riffing my name, Sam. <laughs> yeah. I got a little yeah. too done yeah. and I remember just going like, "That gives you energy." Yeah.
3: Like you just know yourself, yeah. And I just you know, back oh, back I started back throwing back. things.
1: Then I almost got caught, and I was like,
3: "Relax, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Kick back, kick back. Let's let's double check what's going on. But it's good because that energy counts. Yeah, that right. counts. Imagine you're you're buckling and. it even from your coach, I remember being in situations, like the fight that I lost, I remember my uh, my coach um, saying, yelling out certain things in the end, but you don't know you're cruising, you're fighting, you're like, oh. and he's like yelling out like, are you fucking cruising? Like what's going on? Yeah. Do you want to win this? That type of thing. Yes, it, you hear that. Yes, it impacts you. Yes, it changes your, your, your emotions and what you do because the energy changes. Like, this is another person actually just gene you up, you know, getting you moving so it's it's worth um
0: yeah. yeah it's worth doing it's like the massive super bowl in you know Dragon Ball Z mm. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. And they're getting all their energy yeah.
0: and stuff to sleep yeah mm. um,
2: Alhamdulillah anything else nah khala,
0: beautiful so we'll wrap it up there um, we'll be at the fight inshallah, inshallah. we'll be yelling inshallah. hopefully inshallah. the next Let's go. morning we don't have a voice to speak we won't, definitely won't be doing a podcast the next morning of um, but just for our new listeners where can they find you on bro
1: Instagram, at uh, Kinkakembo. Yeah. That's it for now. There, was, there should be a website coming up soon mm-hmm. before this fight.
0: Before um, we end it, actually, you've got to grant us access behind the scenes to vlog. bro. done. Yeah, because... Done, 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 Capture some content and hopefully, inshallah, we want to do some videos with you as yeah. well. want to lock it in? Yeah, def- done. definitely done. 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 It'll Let's be easy work. For yeah. sure. Allah. Done. Um, yeah, just make sure to like, share, subscribe. We're going to have like an hour chat with them off the podcast. You know <laughs> the drill. We'll see you guys
3: next week. Take care.